uh, sir, um, I found these two cables, and uh, I'm not sure what they do. I'm just going to put them together. Oh, my God! You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. We are now live. It is the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast, where no verdict is too controversial, no personality too big, and no topic is too random. I am Crofton Steers, and I'm here. It is episode 101 of GBB, and uh, we're moving into a new centennial here. Pretty exciting. I'm here with my two co-panelists. Co-panelist number one, uh, my friend Michael Hodgins. Michael, how are you? Hello, uh, Crofton. I'm doing very well today. And on this, uh, yeah, now we're into the triple digits on our recording. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty intimidating. Um, Bo Schwartz, co-panelist number two. Do you find this intimidating? (laughs) Oh, you dissed me. Well done, sir. I'm Bo Schwartz. Hello, listeners. Hello, everyone else. And if you're wondering how, he called Michael his friend, and then he just said my name. Well, you're a co-panelist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm slighted. (laughs) That's okay. This one you goes have an in, entire episode to take it out on me. This one goes in the slight column. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, I'm also doing well today. I'm a little sore. Today was the first time in my life that I engaged in the practice of a yoga. <laughs> what? It's so funny. What? Yeah. You, you don't strike me as a yoga person. I am not a yoga person, although maybe I will become one. What, did, you, what did you do down dog? Downward dog, Bo. Oh, okay. Come on. One course later, even I know that. Um, what possessed me, Mike? Is that what you're asking? Yes. <laughs> All right. That's a good question. Uh, now, Mike, as if you have not guessed, would be the type of person that you would imagine doing yoga. Uh, I not so much, but here's the deal. Um, I got an injury last year and I'm trying to recover from it and I've been trying to get in better shape. You can't see the quotation marks, but I'm making them. Um, and so I was going to the gym and I was clanging and banging and doing all that gym stuff, right? Clanging and banging? And then, and then. (laughs) That's why you hurt yourself. (laughs) Yeah. But then I hurt myself again at the gym. Uh, (laughs) Clanging and banging at the gym. (laughs) It's, uh, I, I, I hyperextended my shoulder muscle elbow muscles or whatever the hell when you're doing like barbells and shit and so then i realized like man i can still go to the gym but maybe i should be working on like flexibility and stuff uh and so there's this free yoga offered at my work and my friend talked me into going and i went today it was pretty good i have to admit it was more intense than i thought and uh feel pretty good after i managed to not fart which i consider an achievement no i think you should be farting in yoga Really? Yeah, part of it. Uh, my so, my my wife's a yoga teacher too. Uh, and on top of that, I've I've done some yoga. But yeah, so certain positions that what they're meant to do is like get the air out of your bowels. So you're probably sitting there like clenching so hard and like oh you did it wrong. Well, sometimes <laughs> like first off, there's a lot of ladies in the class and very few men, and I'm like bent over with my ass in the air half the time, and I just feel like you know. If I let one rip, it would be a disservice to everyone around me. So I don't. 
You well, you know what's going to happen is the girls are all going to let one rip, and then they're all going to assume it was the dirty guy in their class anyway. They might as well fart anyways. Girls don't fart, do they? Well, they will if they can blame it on someone else, right? Oh, my God, Bo. That's horrible. <laughs> uh, well, I would just say good for you, Crofton. Um, I'm sure you, if you keep it up, you'll get something out of it. It is it's definitely good for flexibility and strength and other stuff too just the breathing aspect so yeah good for you give it a give it a go for a while what I was think. your what was your favorite position i don't know i don't know any of them i know the ones that i sucked at the most were the ones involving balance uh oh really those are my best ones i turned turns out i have zero balance and uh, <laughs> the people around me were trying desperately hard not to laugh which wasn't making it uh wasn't making it any better but whatever i'll tell you this though this show one day we might draw yoga as a topic and uh, just doing something once, sometimes that can that can change your entire perspective on something or make you – like I, I might not – I'm pretty sure my verdict on yoga is different after one session than it would be had I just never done it, right? So Yeah, that's a fair point. That's it's good true. to try things. Yeah. Oh, we need to get you into some yoga next. Oh, good God. No one you know, wants to see you, that. You know what? Once in the middle of my yoga, I thought about Bo doing yoga. I don't know why. I think I was thinking about this show and talking about it. <laughs> it I thought about Bo, Bo doing yoga, and then I started laughing, and then I lost my balance again. So, <laughs> Blaming your poor performance at yoga on me. That's what well, I do. Well done. And I blame my poor performance at topic evaluation on Michael Hodgins not starting the random topic generator. Wow, what a segue. That was amazing. All right, well, let's start. <laughs> I like how segues are a thing. Talk about Prepare to react, Bo. Let's go. Smooth transition. I'm ready. Topic today is camping. Oh, camping. We seem to be on like an outdoor suite of like. Yeah, it's it's very random that hunting was only a few episodes ago. But uh, so camping for just to give it a brief description, I think most people know what camping is. But it's generally, you know, when people who it's going out into the woods and basically sleeping in a tent cooking on a fire or a little portable stove and you might be canoeing, you might be hiking, but basically that's what it is going out in the woods and, and sleeping out there for a night or two or the capital G great capital O outdoor. And camping can be something that you, you do is like, like that's your end goal. I am going camping or you could be doing something like a, a trip, I guess, or something that involves camping along the way. Uh, you know, it, it, depending on, on what you choose. Also, like in your definition, you mentioned, and this is where it's going to get, I'm, I'm sure it gets just right off, is you mentioned sleeping in a tent. And I know that like a lot of campgrounds, if you will, have everything from like tent trailers to like small RVs to all this sort of thing. It, would Would you... Disqualify that from camping. I don't personally. I don't consider that camping. I think that's RVing or something. It's it's more akin to going to a cottage. That is your cottage just drives around. That's my opinion. I feel like the whole thing about camping is going into nature. uh, When you have like, I don't know, shower facilities and a place to plug in your computer, 
it's not really it's not really camping anymore as far as I'm concerned. It's just sort of more like cottage life, which what is if, something. What if you go to one of these campgrounds and you get a number like, you know, lot 79 or whatever, and you go and you set up tents there? Are, like, you're, are you camping there? Because that's always what I assumed to be camping. Or are, is that still the cottage thing because it's not like going out into the woods and camping? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, there is a term called car camping, which for people who isn't camp, that like, like camping out of your car? No, nah, it's more like you drive your car to some place and then you get out yeah. of the car, up a tent right. next to it, and then sleep in it. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking so about. So yeah. you know, I, I would call that car camping, not camping. Like you okay. have to. It's quite, it has a qualifier there, and uh, I don't know. I would call it lame camping as well. Although I have done it. Most times that I've gone camping, like when we've when we've referred to it as camping, um, no time, little to no time, probably mostly no time was spent in the vehicles used to get there. Like if it's a predetermined amount of time you plan on staying in the in the outdoors, uh, even in some cases the vehicles parked like miles off from where you're actually camping, depending how deep in the woods you're going. Well, see, no, that's what we're talking about. It's not the amount of time you spend in the car, but like when I was a kid, uh, we would go cam- what I called and what the entire family called camping all the time, but essentially was uh, car camping or was camping at like sites in a campground. Uh, and at a certain point, my parents. Uh, chipped in with another family, the Hales, and we bought, and they collectively bought a tent trailer, which we would drag behind the old station wagon. We pull into our campsite, you know, would set up the tent trailer or whatever, and one generally one tent and a dinner tent. And it was like Mike said, it was kind of like, you know, the equivalent of going to the cottage, right? And for a long time, you know, for me, that is what I associated with camping. Whereas I have uh, lots of friends that, who will go on big treks and whatever, and they'll uh, they'll go out into the middle of the woods and they'll set up their tents, and then for them that's you know that's camping. Uh, well, and, maybe uh, maybe then a better definition is just like getting yourself away from um, urban or even rural settings into quote unquote outdoor settings or wilderness settings, and that. You that that that's camping. It's getting and sleeping away there the, overnight. Yeah, and going there for a few nights, one night or more, or a week or whatever. But the point is, you're in a place that is quote unquote wild. I, I use the air quotes because I really feel like car camping. You're 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 not fully in a wild place, but but it, I think it's removing yourself from the urban landscape and the rural landscape into the wild landscape, and then we can just use the rest as qualifiers. Like either you're doing it or you're car car camping or out of your rv irv camping or as i like to mostly do canoe camping where you go on like you canoe across a series of lakes and portage and get to a campsite which is you know you effectively you can't get in there with any vehicle except a canoe really or like in yeah. float so you, or something so you might say that one unifying theme across all this is that it's generally you're not staying in your own home base and you're not staying in another person's like regular home base, like generally where you're, you're staying is some, is someplace outdoors. And, you know, I, cause some I like, of the, I like people, how, how people immediately brought it to video games is like, so what you're saying really is if you get out of somebody's base and then somebody else's home base and, and then, then you take over the map. That's a, 
No, I, just, I wasn't going that direction at all. What's the home base term? Well, yeah, no, because just... like you like there there are spaces in the world where people uh, just live regularly, like their habitat, and so camp like you know because we're kind of being PKUN about campers. If you go in an RV, it's not camping, and the car camping is not really camping. And I'm sort of trying to look at well, what is common about all of this is that you're not staying in a place where you would normally you know set up a home where someone would live expect to live nowadays like it would be you'd have to be very very impoverished to like call something like that your home well wasn't, you that, sort of, wasn't that clear enough when i said wilderness yeah i i just i was looking for the common thread about camping because you know yeah wilderness because for example like uh, we did the hunting episode recently and and uh, most of the time that i've spent hunting if it if we weren't already staying at somebody's place Generally, we're staying in the deep in the forest in a cabin, and these cabins are very rudimentary structures, but they're, they resemble homes, and they might even have insulation and a fireplace, but there's no decoration. It's all plywood and two-by-fours, and, you know, uh, like, um, there might be hunting, like, trophies on the walls and stuff like that, and generally these, ca- like, that's, you wouldn't call that camping, but Wait. no one lives there except during the time, like, you, we're going hunting, we go to the cabin, the only other time we're going to the cabin is to like fix it up. I still think that the it's wilderness is the common thread because people and I know hunters and they'll refer to that as going to camp. So they have a old shack there, but it's camp. So maybe I don't want to spend an hour just trying to define camping. I think that I think the, the reason kinda, it's important to me to to, to define it. The reason is is because and, and it affects my verdict in the sense that that there are some of those that I like more than others, right? Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, if, if we were separating them to different topics, if we said it was just going out into the woods and wilderness and setting up a tent, that's what camping is and nothing else is, I would definitely have a different verdict than if we opened it up to all these other things. So we are, I take it opening it up to all these other things and I'm okay. I'm totally okay with that. Uh, I think that I sort of think that that whole hunt camp thing, I, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion that camping involves, even if it's in our, bringing your own RV, is bringing your shelter as opposed to the shelter already being set up when you get there. Um, but uh, but that's that's uh, that's just my take on it. But I agree with the wilderness. Even, even that, because I've been to like some hunting camps that are pretty rustic. And I have seen some RVs which are pretty opulent. Like so, I mean, bringing your own, I, it would be certain RVs would be less camping than going to a a, a cabin with this permanent, uh, because some of these RVs are very luxu- luxurious. But I I don't know. I I would say let's just stick to the wilderness theme. It's going out, you know, going out into the Getting wilderness away from the big city. To experience that, and when even when you see ads for RVs on TV, which I've seen a show, someone you know, you see the night sky and you can see the stars because there's no light pollution. It's getting away from civilization. I think that's what camping is. Bring your RV. You can bring your whatever. You can build a little cabin in the woods, or you can take your tent or canoe. I think it's all kind of camping. All right. So, um, have have you guys had any recent experiences of camping? And the you know that come to memory, like when was the last time? You might have gone camping. What was it like? Well, I, I, I'll start. I've done a fair amount of camping. I think um, I've done some week long 
trips in places like you know Ontario Algonquin Park, mostly canoe camping is what what I do, where you go to, you know seven five to ten days is a good camping trip for for me. I have been on a very um, a very long camping trip. I think it was twenty I don't know twenty six days maybe twenty four days. I can't even remember, and it was about four hundred kilometers. Um, in length down a river and in, in, in starting in Labrador and going down into Quebec. It was, that was a crazy trip. And that really felt like I was in wilderness, you know, like no one's gonna, if you get, you know, stranded or screwed, no one's going to save you. There's no communication. There's no access to civilization. There's no roads. You're out there. And uh, I was with some experienced people, which made it, um, a, a really great experience. And I'd say that's probably one of the best camping trips I've been on because it was so removed from, um, from civilization, it wasn't even in a park. It you you was kind just, of had a, you kind of had an objective. Well, we like were when you, we were, you're going from one point to another, you you sort of have to. Na- I mean, you have to follow the river. It probably takes an idiot not to do that, but it probably does take some skill. Well, no, you, know? it, it, um, you need. We had about twenty maps, I think, of whatever scale, and you need to look at the maps because there's rapids. If you miss one and go down it, you could die. And in fact, one of our canoes got destroyed halfway through the camping trip, like literally destroyed, caught on a rock and it was broken into a bunch of pieces. And then we fixed it over the course of a couple of days with like birch bark and pine sap. We got out of the trees and it actually still floated and we had to reinforce all the hull with stuff. It weighed a ton after that, but it, but it worked and it was really kind of an amazing experience. And I really feel like that's kind of what camping's like. It's going into the wilderness and just, you have, you know, your, a few tools and your wits about you and a bit of information, but you can't rely on, you know, civilization to come save you. You can't call your your friend or the tow truck if your car's broke down. You know, you're you're out there on your own, and uh, you have a plan and and uh, you've and you've taken some steps. But yes, and, and so that was it was really a great experience. And I think that's why people camp is to get out there and to feel that kind of like sort of reconnect with nature or rather disconnect from you know our hustle hustle bustle technology world and just like look at the stars and cook on an open fire and you know let the river take you someplace it's uh yeah i i love camping personally uh crofton uh have, have you gone camping recently uh no not recently i think the last time i went camping actually was with mike um when was that mike like a that couple of years ago? ago that was that was a fun camping trip i think we what, it was just one night i think we did somewhere yeah it was uh yeah we canoed uh, it someplace and uh cut down some trees and made some fires it was fun swam yeah for sure and yeah no it was a good it was a good time and it was a very like i think it was a very wreck uh camping trip like in terms of camping when mike explains his his giant odysseys uh you know up north like that it could not be more unappealing to me uh if it tried like just the idea of um you know there's it it sounds bad to say, but there's a reason we live where we live, and uh, and 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 there's a, things like um, like you know just bugs and temperature and all all these sort of things uh, are, are things that we often don't think about because we don't really have to deal with them too much in say an urban an urban setting, but when you are away for like it, for days at a time, weeks uh, even. Uh, for me, I, that doesn't strike me as something that I would in, enjoy. Um, but I do enjoy. I do enjoy wreck camping, and I do. I did enjoy. What as does a that kid. mean? 
Rack camping. Rack camping is sort of like what we did, which was going for sort of a night and uh, and and then and and just with the goal of like you know does, uh, enjoying does what's. Rec, does rack mean recreational? Yeah. Okay. As opposed to. Uh, as opposed to going on a giant, you know, camping as something that happens in the middle of a giant trip uh, to get somewhere, you know, or, um, uh, you know, camping out of necessity, obviously. Camping, climbing Mount Everest would not be something that would appeal to me. Um, it, but but going for a night, uh, 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 a night on a nice lake in uh, the middle of the summer when bug season is not in force and all that sort of thing, you know that it's a it's a good time and I like going to there's a there's a big sort of car camping place uh, not too far from where we live called Sandbanks and and we would go there. My mom would always book it at the beginning of the summer because it was so busy and uh, I always enjoyed it. But at, when we were defining it camping it was it would not be you know the traditional it's in it's in a campground um you know and there's there's joint washrooms and this sort of stuff so but still like it was uh it was a really good time but as as an adult i i have less of an interest um in 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 going out there and, and doing it i don't mind staying at a cottage but i just i don't I don't imposing discomfort on myself because it's never going to be as comfortable sleeping on a sleeping bag on the ground as it is sleeping in your own bed at home. And while I wouldn't mind going for a day at a cottage and going for a canoe and then coming back, I just don't see why I would impose discomfort on myself for a longer period of time. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> the last time I went, camping was um on the fishing trip i went with my dad to go to lynch lake in in quebec and um i have to say like you know there's something kind of fun about spending all of your time on an island so you're also just removed from society but you're kind of removed from wilderness but you can hear all the sounds of you know wolves howling and, and things on the mainland um but i think my favorite part if i just could distill it down to like one of the biggest values for camping for me, it's it's actually staring at outer space at night, like looking up into the starry sky, Mike, as you mentioned a little earlier. That to me is like the best part about camping. I think, you know, having a fire and, and staring. At yeah, space. I I like that. Too. You just cannot see appreciate the the night sky anywhere near a city like you can when you're way in the yeah. middle of nowhere. It's, it's terrifying and comforting all at once. You know. And mind-blowing just to look at it and, and it really kind of gives you perspective. And I think perspective is kind of something I, I like when it comes to camping. And, and to your point, Croft, in which I think a lot of people would agree with the whole like, why would I go out and be uncomfortable in the woods? And I like camping, but I usually don't sleep almost at all the first night. I usually am uncomfortable. I have a horrible sleep. The next night I'll sleep a little bit better but still pretty bad and then after a night three or four then i'm fine and then i have great sleeps after that your body gets accustomed to it <clears throat> but when it comes to like why so why do that i really think that that you know there's there's a lot to be gained or learned or add that adds richness to your life which is not necessarily all about is it is it the most is it comfortable or is it easy or is it just fun I mean, there's a lot of fun things about camping, but there's also a lot of hard things about camping, a lot of challenging things. You mentioned the bugs and s bugs. I When I was in Labrador, just like I could understand the, what torture is after having been up there. It is mind numbing how much they can 
torment you, torment you. It's 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 unreal. But all this, so that's all sound terrible, and I I hear your point. Uh, but what it does is it re- it really gives me. But then there's also these wonderful moments of like seeing that, like I saw the Northern Lights on that trip, beautiful, and then followed by an amazing sky that are just. I'd never experienced anything else like them. And it's the contrast up there where it's some really amazing moments, some really hard moments and physical duress. Often if you're doing a portage and it's like, you know, through a swamp and it's kilometers long, it's like, it's hard. But I think what it gives you is again, perspective. Um, so that when I think about often when I'm wrapping up a camping trip, I can't wait to get back to, to sustain, to civilization and it's not out of like a, I hate this camping trip it's not that it's just it I really it really makes me appreciate how good we have it and uh and I'm I'm always thankful for everything I have and and, and going to camping and seeing what it's like to kind of live in in the wilderness gives you a perspective of how easy life is and it's nice sometimes to do hard things just because it gives you that sense of perspective perspective it gives you a real reason to be thankful and uh, and and also it's a lot of it i do find legitimately fun too but and, the and it, it the phrase that's coming to mind is that it builds your character and and it's funny because even from the moment you pick the topic the thing that occurred to me is i i have the um I have the complete collection of Calvin and Hobbes comics. And one of the main recurring storylines is that they go camping. And basically, like, the narrative is that, you know, the dad wants to bring his son so he can build his character. Um, His son is just bored and drops all the expensive equipment into the lake and blames Hobbes. And the mom is just, like, begrudgingly accompanying, like, hurry up. I can't wait to get a normal cup of coffee. Camping is so stupid. And that, like, the dad is such a camping enthusiast. He's like, it builds your character. It's so great. And then everyone else is like, oh, this is so dumb. And to me, that's kind of what camping's, even from my own personal experience, my dad was the one who would push for, you know, he loves the outdoors and he loves nature, especially sort of in the land that we settled back in the day. And, um... Not everyone, you know, appreciates those things, Mike. <laughs> you know, it's hard to just force somebody. But I think if you do get value out of it, uh, then I think it's a, it's definitely an important experience to have. Now, some people just, just hate it, and I think that's totally legitimate. My, my roommate hates camping. She's got this, like, fridge magnet, and it's a picture of a woman lying in a bed looking very comfortable. And and the caption just says, I love not camping. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. It's funny because I don't consider myself that person. Like the, and, and I know a lot of urbanites and stuff that love the city. And what you guys were mentioning earlier, kind of about um, visual pollution uh, from of the night sky and this and how because of the twenty four seven artificial lighting we have in cities, how you get away from appreciating those things. I love going out, even if it's to a small uh, village like where I'm from or from. Or, or uh, to a to uh, car camping or to a cottage or whatever, and to to appreciate the nice night sky, the quiet, the wilderness. Like go out for a hike, all that sort of stuff. I like, and I understand the dis the the thing Mike Mike said, the sort of the testing yourself and challenging yourself. And if I had an if I had a, a a ton of time, maybe that'd be something that I would latch on to more. But as as I only have a limited amount of of vacation time or free time uh, in a year, 
I just, the appeal of using that to go out and do these sort of odysseys and, and put myself into discomfort just so I appreciate it more when I, uh, uh, I get back, it's, it's just, it doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't really appeal Dragon to me. Dragon Age much. Inquisition isn't going to finish itself, Crofton. It's true. I've got <laughs> hours left. But, but it, that's, that's another reason to, that why I would say camping is good because it takes you out of your ordinary situation. So if you have like a week off, even if you take a trip, like say like I start my mornings with, you know, a nice cup of coffee uh, that was easy to make on either a stove or I purchased it at a coffee shop or whatever. Now I could take a trip to say, I don't know, San Francisco or something like that, stay in a hotel, get up in the morning, go buy coffee. I can do those same things that, that are my same routine almost anywhere where there is civilization or that kind of thing but as soon as you remove remove the civilization part and put yourself into a more wild element either you've brought stuff to kind of make your coffee but it's more of a pain you got to either build a fire or get your stove out and and uh it's just like you're kind of crouched on the ground everything's kind of more uncomfortable like i agree with that but it takes you out of your routine and i, and I just think sometimes that's really good to shake up your routine and maybe i'm someone who craves that from time to time to yeah, but but again, it always just brings me back to appreciating the things that I like. But I wouldn't want to live my entire life having done kind of the same thing every day forever. Uh, it, it's it's nice as to really change it up. And camping is a good way to do that because you're removing everything. You're not just changing, you know, to a different urban landscape. You're you're removing all your kind of creature comforts, uh, everything that's almost f that's familiar and replacing it with something totally wild. And it, it kind of like brings your senses alive in a way and uh, the, in a way that other kinds of traveling doesn't and uh, other kinds of experience does, doesn't. And I find you don't really get into that kind of camping until you've been out kind of in the bush for like at least a week or five days anyways. Like once it's you sort of, yeah. then it's it sort seems like too the, short. Uh, the, the equivalent of a runner's high except camping. Yeah, it just becomes a routine and you start to – and then it almost simplifies a lot of things. Like you realize like because on my long – the long camping trip I went on, the, the really long one, you know, there's no point in even – you have no cell reception. You you just kind of forget about that stuff and at first you're maybe a little bit kind of like, oh, I, I'm not connected. and But that all kind of slips away and then it becomes more and more comfortable. Uh, the routine of setting up camp, of cooking, all that stuff becomes – it becomes a new routine which is very different from the one uh, you, you were used to. And and you kind of settle into this thing and, and you feel a lot closer to nature. I think when people talk about that, it sounds like a lot of kind of hippie BS, but but it just you just become more comfortable in the natural setting. And uh, and that's a nice thing. It's something that yeah, you have to try to get to get. You you won't just get it by walking in the woods. But with camping, I mean, it's not like you're giving up all all of your luxuries. You know, like you bring your groceries with you. Like you have a cooler and it's got stuff in it. You're like. You know, well, I mean, the kind like of it's getting back to nature, but it's still like a pleasant experience in the sense that you're not hunting for your food or anything like that. You're you know? buying fancy gear for mountain equipment co-op. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, the, uh, but, but I mean, like a lot of times you, you are fishing for some of your food. You bring it, but it's not the same as the food you eat at home. At least the stuff like a lot of your food is dehydrated uh, because you need to save weight and space. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring a cooler just because that's too hard to to portage a couple of kilometers around some rapids or something. Well, it depends on what kind of camping trip you're going, but the the idea is is that you plan ahead for those things you'll need. I mean, whereas you know, if you're actually getting to nature, you just do man versus wild and helicopter yourself into some wilderness. Yeah, the, that's the a different thing. thing. <laughs> that's a different thing altogether. 
But um, the thing that I noticed, and, and this isn't just camping, but it comes up a lot in camping, um, is when when I wake up the first few mornings, I really notice like how clean my nasal passages are and my throat. It's weird because we take showers every morning, so usually we wake up, and I mean, I guess it depends on who you are, but you know, you want to you want to get clean, you know, and, and you I don't know about you guys, but I blow my nose every morning, like you know. Uh, not that it, there's sniffles in it or whatever, but it's part of the cleaning process. It's like usually I've got to clean it a little bit. And when I'm out and when I'm outdoors, I, I notice that everything feels like I, I breathe so much easier and feel so much cleaner in my face, like in my it, throat and lungs. It somehow also coincides with when you stop smoking. No, no. And, and you, you know, but even during periods of smoking, like like regardless of the smoking – like I've had, I, I like I notice it where it's like it, it's such a daily thing. You don't think about, oh, geez, like you know, it's just when something's routine, you don't even notice it till something changes. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I guess yeah. I've I've never had that that quite epiphany. It's nice fresh air generally when you're outside camping or whatever. Uh, I I will um, I think that we're all sort of forming our opinions i can feel them sort of like solidify in our brains so i think it's time that we roll up the rim shall we say to verdicts on camping who wants to go first uh i can go first i feel like i haven't gone first in a while so i'll do the firsties sweet um i grew up camping uh my dad i had the 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 privilege of having uh, an especially, you know, outdoors inclined father. And, uh, you know, my mother would always go as well. So, you know, we enjoyed the outdoors camping as a family. That was a a tradition that we did. And and, um, I got to say, like, as a child, I had really positive experiences with it. Um, It sucked being deprived of my Nintendo and not being able to, you know, there were times when I would probably rather stay in the city and hang out with my friends but overall, um, as I started to get older, I started to really appreciate those experiences, you know, in retrospective and when I have them now. And I'm not one to go out camping, but every time I do, I always walk away with – I usually go in with a positive attitude and I walk away with a positive experience, even if, like, the worst happens and, and you know, we lose all of our food or, you know, I get injured in some way. Like, it's usually always a good time. I'm always grateful for it. So I'm going to say that – Camping's a good thing. And I kind of, you know, if you haven't ever been camping, I highly recommend finding someone who's into camping or someone you know offers you a chance to go camping. You should you should take that chance. It's a, it's a really good time for that adventure, even if it's not your usual cup of tea. All right. Uh, I'll go I'll go next and let Mike's hippy-dippiness take us out. Um, so I'm going to... St- come up front and say that camping is bullshit and uh i think that that mike in particular made a very impassioned uh pitch on 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 camping and what he says is 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 probably true he he didn't hide the warts in in the way that he presented it and that's and that is the fact that 
the food's going to be shitty most of the time. There's going to be lots of bugs. You're going to want to kill yourself. You're going to have to do a lot of portages where you're holding a heavy canoe and all your gear on top of you. You're going to be stuck in close proximity with a lot of people that may piss you off in any given time. You may, you may, I could, I could go on. I'm not going to, but like, bottom, go on. bottom line is that, um, is that there's a lot of miserable things associated with camping. You're putting yourself into a situation of dis- discomfort in which in turn you will appreciate the in theory the your life more and 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 that sort of thing. I I enjoy rec camping, I do. Um but I you know, I know a lot of people who are really into like these big tracks and these big in the big camping expeditions and and that sort of thing and and uh, it's just like the appeal is 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 lost on me, and therefore I can't, in good consciousness, just based on everybody sort of uh, talking about how great it is, um, rated as a good. I also think there's a, a not a not a large element of machismo, but there is some machismo in the man with nature going out there, and we're gonna like. You know, uh, go on a trek together, and you don't want to do that. Well, you might not be a real man, type sort of deal. It's it's the inf- it's the inference, and it's nothing that's actually said. But I don't I don't like that element uh, uh, of camping, and and the the idea that if you don't camp, that you might be a wuss or something along those lines. Um, so for for me, there's enough negative there that it's not like don't get me wrong, camping's not a bad thing. Uh, it's just it's just not. Uh, there's so much discomfort and it doesn't appeal to me uh, in a big way, although I don't mind doing it from now and now and again, uh, enough for me to to put the, the bullshit label on it, I think is the perfect the perfect fit. Um, yeah, uh, I think good, good points. <laughs> um, I'm just going to get right out and say that camping is good. No point in me beating around the bush. I think it's probably pretty clear from the conversation that's where I stood. Um, I really think, and we, and this has sort of come up in a few other things we've we've talked about. Um, I can't remember what particular episodes, but it has before. Um, and it's it's this idea, particularly with Crofton and I, we've had this back and forth once or twice about um, sort of discomfort and versus something being worth doing. And and like he's right. When if if I think that again, I go back to that long camping trip. I, and I think some of the worst, particular worst moments of my life probably were on that trip, which is, which is pretty um, a, a pretty crazy thing to say, but it definitely was. But also that trip as a whole is one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my life, and and I think sometimes when things are hard or challenging, you find a new. Uh, you find something new in yourself that you don't get from just doing the comfortable thing. You'll often hear people say. Uh, so in fact, actually, and this is probably something Crofton you you can relate to as well. But like having kids, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done. But it's certainly rewarding. Uh, it's not fun all the time. It's it's miserable a lot of the time. And, and camping's kind of like that too. And I but I think there's a lot to be gained in in doing that thing because it's challenging. And, and sometimes those are just rewarding. So I think camping's good. It's a great way to to kind of push yourself. 
um, to discover new things about yourself. And to, I think everyone should spend some some time getting sort of reacquainted with nature. And I, I would recommend the kind of trying to get out there for at least a week and uh, in a canoe and go to different campsites. But yeah, I think good. Well, all right then. So. so that's that's pretty uh pretty good. Too good to the bullshit. I am uh, I'm outvoted this time, but I will be back. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So uh, that's going to about wrap up this episode. But before we go, let's do a little bit of housekeeping, listeners. If you like this show, we would ask you to tell your friends and to subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can go to Stitcher. Please give us reviews, preferably five stars. We would very much uh, enjoy those. It it helps the show. We appreciate all feedback that you have. Um, You can find us online. Our website is goodbadbull.com, and it's got – all our contact info on there. We've got an RSS feed uh, that you can sign up to. You got iTunes links. You got everything. Um, so uh, you can also send us an email, goodbadbull at gmail And if you have any ideas for topics, we can always uh, stick them into the a random topic generator as a fuel. So, uh, Michael, if people want to contact you. How can they reach you? Unfortunately, they won't be able to because I'll be out camping, enjoying nature, and being out <laughs> of cell phone range. So sorry, people. You'll have pigeon, to get me when I come out of the woods. Pigeon carrier it is. Uh, Bo Schwartz, how can people reach you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Bo Schwartz. That's B-E-A-U-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z. Translates into handsome black in English. But don't go to Handsome Black. I don't know what that is. Eee, geez. I'm uh, at Croft and Steers on Twitter. And we also have uh, an at Good Bad Bull Twitter account. If you want to know when a new episode is available, that's a good place. If you want to follow us, you can also uh, follow us on Facebook. So uh, that is it, fellas. And uh, I must say, I am. I Mike's speeches have been inspiring to me. I may consider going camping this summer. I have a lot of time to think about it. A lot of time to <laughs> shop for some gear. Prepare, <laughs> prepare for the baby. Maybe there's a baby portage carrier I can hold. Well, um, yeah, as part of your, per- I have one thing I want to say before yes. we close the show because um, I feel like I didn't mention it, but it's a really important part of my camping experience. And you may experience this having children. Um, we did an episode on weather prediction, and to me, the classic trope of disappointment when it comes to like planning things around weather is camping because camping is outdoors. And if it's a sunny weekend, according to the weatherman, and then it rains, you are mad. Like the whole point of going there usually. At least in my family, it was like to do things outdoors. So now everyone's stuck in the in the tent or in the camper or cabin or whatever. And to me, that was always my favorite time because that's when we'd sit down and play like card games and marbles and things like that. Um, that's the part I, I loved it when it rained. I love it when it rains when you go camping. And I find I'm like the only one. It's, um, it's funny. I think of the rain thing like because I've been in, uh, you know, where certain days you have to just you have to get to your next campsite and it pours rain all day and you got your rain gear on. (laughs) And that, again, I chalk it up to one of those, you know, they're kind of miserable, but sometimes when I think back to those experiences, they're really, you kind of feel the best days because they stand out to your memory. Yeah. It feels like you've achieved something. It's easy to canoe when it's sunny and 35 degrees out. Like who doesn't like that? But when it's pouring rain, it's 10 degrees. When Poseidon is angry with you. 
Yeah, it's 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 a challenge, and then and then and you feel like you've overcome something. You get this sense of accomplishment, and you uh, also appreciate being dry. After you do, place. you do, and and then when you get back to civilization, and this is to me always again the sweet reward. You get back and you have a shower, a hot shower. It feels nothing feels better than that. But you'll never get that experience unless you go out and camp for a while. <laughs> Otherwise, the shower is just. when he goes to things he always likes them and i'll post a lot of stuff on twitter for you to read especially right after if you get him right after too oh yeah he'll be like that was so much fun that was so good i masturbated in that bush blah 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 it was was amazing why do you think that was would be what i that's why you can't take bow anywhere